Right. We'll talk after. All right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Skull Island. It's another Wednesday. We are on, where are we, week 10 now, week 11, something like that? I don't even remember. Episode I'd have 10, yeah. Right? Week 10 of Skull Island. So, you know, we put this podcast together not too long ago, and, and we're already doing really good with this podcast. We all do our own podcast. I'm loving it, man. You know, Aaron has his own. I have my own podcast as well, but for some reason, this one seems to be clicking in a cool way and, and getting popular fast. I don't know if it's our charisma or these really cool guests that we have to come on here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> As you can see, today we have some really cool guests on, on the screen for you guys to see. Those of you who are listening to this on the MP3 file, uh, you guys don't see who's on your screen. But we have two guests here. We have we have Leanne Curtis here with us today. I'm really happy with that. I, I met her uh, doing a yes. webinar with Aaron a couple True. months ago, about a month or so ago, right? That's where I had met her and Teresa. And I met Teresa before. I know her face, but I'm not sure when I met her. And if not, that I still Our ancient not. galactic origin, dude, our the little workshop we did. Right, right. Okay, so it. she was there. Right, right. Okay, see? So, you know, I, am, I do smoke pot and I'm getting a little bit older. So sometimes my memory is not as good as it should be, right? I mean, I'm not on pot right now. I should be, right? Digging yes. that. I have I have one that's really cool and it has a green skull. And when you, when you, you know, take a hit, the smoke goes through the skull into and then up the chute. It's pretty badass. It goes right through his head. So you, so if you do it in front of a mirror, it's pretty cool when you're doing it. Right? You get to see the effect of it, right? Otherwise, there are other people in the room with you when you hit it, and the smoke just goes right through his brain. It's kind of cool. <laughs> All right, guys. So welcome, uh, everybody out there. Share this out. Share this out, right? Hi to you guys out there. I can see some of you on the talking over over here on uh, YouTube. Uh, Ariel's there. Hello. Denise is there. Hello. You guys give us a shout out. Hit pound that like button. Right, pound that 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 yes. uh, uh, bell so you know when we go live, so we get you guys uh, uh, more interested in, in come and check a look and know when we're on the air. Although we are on the air every Wednesday at 4 p.m. U.S. West Coast America time on Wednesday. Right. So, did we just lose Leanne? Did she? Did she just? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, we did. Yep, yeah, we just lost her. I don't know what lost happened there. Hopefully she was having some internet issues. I oh, think. there oh, she's, she's coming. Back. There she is. Get her back in here. There we go. She jumped out. Right? I've done that. I did that while we were live one time. I went to hit, I went to change screens because I was going to read something for Aaron. He said, look that up. And I started looking it up and I went off. I just closed ah. the, everything. I had to reboot. Oops. Luckily, he was, he was still able to, he was running the show. So I was able to come back in. He's like, what happened? I'm like, I actually hit escape and closed my computer. <laughs> I'm not logged into uh, StreamYard. So I went to the comments and I tried to say hi to Denise and then it asked me to log in. So I clicked it and then I left and I don't know. It's just very multi-day. Well, I'm back. Right, because it wanted you to give them permission or something, right? That's what they do on Facebook, too. You have to give them permission to put your name oh, up there. Yeah. So sometimes you can't make a comment. Yeah. That's annoying, right? <laughs> so, okay. So um, today is the day after Imbolc. 
Okay. And Norma's going to talk about that. And, and we'll talk about that for a while, but we're also going to talk to these two women about um, their, their stuff and, and what's going on uh, as guests. But th- today is also, you guys have to realize today is two, two, 22, right? So we got yes. two, 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 twos. Just okay. realize that when you, yeah. When you... And the energy of Imbolg just started. And um, we'll let Norma tell you the, the history of that. And when I heard that, I didn't know what we were going to do in this, but I have, a, I'm actually a Merlin. So this to me is the religion I grew up on uh, alongside the, you know, uh, underneath and behind, you know, the closed doors from the Catholic religion, right? <laughs> right? Because it was still yeah. sort of something that had to be underground. Uh, you know, when I was uh, 20, 21, 22 years old, uh, my wife and I had to be very careful. We had a son and here in California, they would take your kids from you if you were uh, Wiccan back just oh, 10, wow. 30 yeah. years ago. Wow. Yeah. They would take your kids from yeah. you and put them in foster care because you weren't teaching them Christianity. That was the way the oh, state was right. 30 years ago. Consider in California. Is in California, which is like the capital of, of freedom for the world, right? You can do anything. There's so many things that are evil. That's, that's wild, yeah. man. Right? That's really wild. Nowadays, no one cares, but back then we had to be hush-hush that we were... My father, I remember when I was a kid, he was teaching me stuff, and he says, you cannot, cannot talk to this to your friends at school or anyone outside of the family, and you'll understand as you get older why that is. Yeah. Right. I was with uh, DHCS in L.A. bunch of times. Like, nobody threatened to take my kids away except one time. But that, that was not to do with Wiccan. That was other stuff. Isn't that weird? It depends on the city, the state, who's in charge yep, of yep. governorship at right. the time, right? Yeah. No mm-hmm. system, just no, no system, bad system, system go away, bad now, bad. bad. Yes. Yep. Any system will fail that is run by a governmental establishment. Yep. Any system that is entwined with um, influencers that hide behind their masks yep. have no compassion for the everyday person. And I think that in my personal experience with municipalities, that they often use that as an excuse to go in and take the kids. Yep. And look what they're doing, they did, and they're still doing in Flint, Michigan from the water situation. And it it really sucks that people have become so in tune to believe in these influences that nobody understands what's really going on here. The whole alien agenda, the whole misconception of a 3D reality that really is a loop. It's really quite crazy. I didn't know that about like California. a video game, isn't it? Like living yeah, in a video weird. game. There's, well, there's two sides to everything because there's areas in yeah. California. There's areas in California. You go to Berkeley, you go to San Francisco. It's completely different. But I lived in right. uh, the East Bay. I grew up in the East Bay, and it was very conservative, very Christian-minded yeah. in those areas where I was at. But when I went in uh, Berkeley, Oakland, San Francisco, you could you know you could marry a goat. Yeah. Don't care. Right, but you get in those we've got an echo rules. somewhere. Who's turned up? Is somebody turned up too loud? Because we've got a little echo. Sorry, it could be. I could be. I was. I am kind of loud. I turned up earlier when I was listening to Leanne talk. Because I know I just turned mine down. So it might have been me. I heard it too, but I wasn't sure if it was me or, or what. I, 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 just, I don't think it's me. I don't think it's me because I. Could... It was either me or Aaron. <laughs> it was John now. Because both, he turned down and I turned down and everything's fine. It was Aaron. It was either Aaron or myself. It was, it was probably me. I was up to like eighty-five on my on my speaker, so I'm pretty sure it was me. 
Okay. Apologize for that. No. I usually think about that, but I was I wasn't thinking about it when we went live. I didn't, and then I heard it and was and didn't say anything. So, anyways, anyway, so yeah, it just depends on where you're at. What the that, area that was, is getting, was getting yeah. juicy. Yep. <laughs> was it getting some juice? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, I yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of depth to what's going on. Oh yes. <laughs> and there's a lot Pretty of. Much What's that? Very much so. So Leonard yes. and you're Denise. Am I did I pronounce your name right? Leanne or Denise? Leanne. 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 So I'm Teresa. Nice to meet you all. Nice, nice to, to meet you too. New Yorkers. So yeah, I'm I was gonna say your accent gives you away immediately. Yes. <laughs> I don't live in the city. I live 20 minutes away from the city, about 20, 30 minutes away from the city in my adult life, but I've interacted in the city for many years. And it's it's really interesting that people that are across the board, they are in a confused like state. And it doesn't mean that they're not yeah. intelligent. It doesn't mean that some people right. don't know what's going on. And yes, there's a lot of ignorance, but what I see is a lot of fear. People don't want to talk yeah. about the real issues. They want to fit in. They are afraid for their children, but they're so removed from reality that they are actually in their own matrix that I personally think they won't get out of because right. I talk to a lot of people. I, I'm boots on the ground type of a thing. And when yeah. I'm out there, it's they don't believe that there's anything going on that they should be concerned about other than this COVID pandemic that has taken over their life and their fear base. Are they happy with the government? Probably not because it's starting to affect their pockets now. You know, when yeah. the middle, when the wealthier, I don't even want to say middle class because there really is no middle class anymore. I know they've been destroying that. And completely yeah. in the last couple of years. For a while. Yeah. Wealthier for a while, yeah. to feel it now because now. Well, now your old mom used to say that they're squeezing the middle class in the 70s. Yeah, yeah it started. Yeah. Can, it, the, the, the effort to really, really do the damage started back in the, in the 30s. Yeah. You know, once yeah. the, once the, the Nazis won the, won that war, when the temporal war, uh, mm -hmm. when we lost the first temporal war, because it didn't really happen when people think people think it was a long, 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 long time ago. And it really wasn't. It's just that once you're here in this place, because we've separated uh, the dimensions of time, that once you're here, if you if you are here and you're aware of what's going on and you can control the matrix, you can actually basically time travel. And that's what they did. They just took information and put it in the past. Yeah. And it looks like they've been here forever and they really haven't. The truth is, I'm finding that um, that they got here and the way we're pushing them out is that they're actually leaving right as they got here but it seems like they've been here for like 150,000 years because of the way time is and so we didn't really lose the first temporal war like we think we did we actually won it but they got a foothold here and that made them appear to be here forever when basically they they got in the door like a vampire we we invited them in or they did i don't believe i was here at that time they invited them in and then that happened but i think i was here at that time because i had to have been because of the temporal uh, timeline so that's where the weirding thing comes in and people don't understand because once you get here say i got here right now for the very first time right but i came from a higher place so i come in say as a walk-in or a wanderer um when i get here of course i'm veiled like everybody else but then i pick up 
this timeline. So I have, because I exist always. So I exist in the past. So even though I wasn't on earth, when I get here, I end up having a past here because that's the way it works here. Because everything that yeah. I am manifests here. But you know also. what I found about that, Leonard? I found that if you start talking to the everyday person about that, you have to break it down and you have to simplify it. Because no, it, not many people go in-depth in and, and like tune in for kind of tablet a individual. Oh, yeah. No, Just right. what I Demo said. People think I'm crazy and... if I say this in public, right? They go, yeah. what? You, you but I do talk about all this in public, but I have a knack of yeah. speaking that I could break it down very simply. And I don't sound like I'm way out there because I think through my own mission, my own experience, my own remembrance, things like that, what I was gifted to come here with was to raise a voice. And I'm pretty good at that. And I think that what happens is, is that a lot of what we do, as potent as it is, gets lost in training. So people are definitely lost out there. They want to discover their spirit. There's a lot of things that they they lust for. And it is a lust for them because they don't know the true love of that as of this moment. When they start lusting for all this stuff, they, um, they try and get it, but it's almost like in secret. So it's very difficult to... To, um, to explain, like, if I didn't know what you were saying, and if I didn't understand it, I would say this guy's intelligent, but this guy's got me freaking lost. I don't know what he's saying. And I that's what I came across in my work. So I started to simplify it. Because if I ever tell people some of my experiences, they'll be like, are you off the wall? <laughs> Oh, I mean that type of thing. Not I know, really. but that's part of the beauty of it. That's and we are in this. We are in this artistic renaissance right now. Really, that's the art is what's winning. The spirit yep. of creation. The spirit of you know being inspired and running to something. And you know, kids. I mean, I know kids. I've got a couple of them, and they are really though they're very. They're not maybe not as as wise as we we are now, but we right. were probably about the same place then. They are really running with their spirit. They're really, right. they can, yes, they can be easily led, but I feel, you know, sometimes, but I feel like that younger generation that's just graduating and, you know, up until 30, I feel like a lot of them are really, especially now, awake. Like they're a lot more awake. There's so many more people talking and speaking out now that I'm, I'm really amazed. I mean, I see, though it doesn't, it seems like a fraction of people or society is actually speaking up about it. It really is spreading because of some of the evil that's being done. Right. I mean, they're actually spreading it further, right? And, and it's opening spreading people up. It's hurting their pockets now, and it's taking away <laughs> from their everyday um, substance. So oh, yeah. that's why people are talking, because now a lot of people realize that they got vaccinated. And as they got vaccinated, they thought that this was going to be over in the first wave of um, what was told to them. And now they see they're getting sick. It's never ended. And, you know, people are getting disgusted. And once people get disgusted, then they start 
speaking out. And there's a, there's a flux that I see going on because when you talk about the awakened and the spiritual and people that really are going to a higher frequency, that's that's one cluster. But then there's another cluster that are people that are every day and they're getting disgusted and they're going to start fighting yeah. because you could see the food source, source is suffering now. And, yeah. you know, it's it's really yeah, there's um, a lot of uh, there's a lot of illusions being played on us and that's really you know, it's kind of funny we're talking about we'll bring it back to in bulk but which is um i want you to explain what in bulk yeah. is because well, I, I think mean, it ties right into what we're talking right, about yeah. which is creating for ourselves going and, back to growing our own food and, going yep. back to taking being more self-sustainable and not relying so much on a government that you really <laughs> don't need you really don't we can we can live our lives without that Right. In our whole gray area or the area that we want to live. And I think more people need to understand those everyday people need to understand that this is a war of spirituality. This is a war right. of your soul. What you know, are you willing to give up your freedom, give up everything you are to become Safe. that brick in the wall? <laughs> Not to, you know, to quote, to quote the, the, the mm -hmm. great yep. Floyd. That's I just I just bought this book. I haven't read it yet, but, but I think I, I wrote a book on uh you know on prepping and um I was interested in this because it's kind of the same thing, but this is literally um more detailed than the book that I wrote, but it it's the same thing. It's what Aaron is talking about that there is a group of us on the planet that are uh, starting to to do that. But it, all of this you have to realize getting back to what he was saying and then segueing to Imbolg again that all of this is necessary. I was just telling my sister today, what you have to realize is that the fear, the ego has to be there for us to evolve. So this whole thing right. that's happening, even with the cabal and the swamp or whatever you want to call them, the rich doing yeah. this yeah. evil stuff that they're doing, all of that's actually necessary at this time for what we're, we're, what is happening to us to happen. And it, so there is people right. in every, like you were saying, in every facet it's causing of, that, cause the paradigm of that right. from the very basic for here for the first time, have no idea and don't even want to be bothered with it. Like you said before, all the way up to people that make me look like I'm that dumbed down because they're so far right. ahead of yep. and above where we are. The Sufis yeah, and the like, and the people in history that we've yeah. seen throughout Gandhi and and those people, Malcolm X, and he was up there, but not quite as far as Gandhi. Obviously, he was more violent. But you know, Martin Luther King, and you had these these other leaders in the world, the uh, you know that go back to ancient ancient times, who were you know less and less the further back you go, and the now as we're getting to this place as a species where we're about to really graduate out of this, we had to have all of this happen. Um, but but not all of it, and that's the problem because the the bad guys did reinforce the the bad and and use holograms on us, and they're still doing that. And yeah, so there is some things that we have to stop, but it's all a necessary piece of the entire perfection that is the universe, and um, that's the place that we need to get to to understand that to see the beauty of what this is and why it happens the way it happens. Even though we well, think it's, I kind of see it, it's, it's, it's that pole, right? It's the the poles, the the, the negative yeah. and the positive, or whatever. Both ends of the poles. Yeah, it's all one, the right? Hot and cold, and on the yeah. same spectrum, they're on the same, you know, Wait, same place. Time. They're just one's this degree, and the other one's this degree. And I think that's what's happening. We're entering this tipping point where, yeah, I mean, you can either continue to be dependent on the establishment. 
or you can create something with by yourself or with others and right, with others right. is better. I mean, it's, it's a great time of unity right now. I'm seeing a lot of good things. I mean, I really am seeing a lot of well, good unity. Usually I'm the one that's like doomsday, like, all right, <laughs> great. This is bullshit, you know, but I really, I mean, I've, you've got to look at that silver lining because that's what we have. That is our strength. Right. Right. That is our faith right there. The people that are standing up, the truckers that are driving through Ottawa, yes, you know, and honking. And I mean, yes. Oh my God, so many people there, but it's not televised. But this they're is doing it here too. They're doing. Yeah, they, started here they started here yeah. in California. They started here in California days ago, and now they're heading uh, to Washington D.C. I'm sorry, What's say that? that again. You where? What? What? Who's in California now? Anyone? I am. You're in California. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> I'm on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, but I lived in California for 30 years before oh, I came yeah. back. Where are you? Finds out. Well, Upper West Side. I'm I'm gonna say that because I have I have I have I, I've got you know reinforcements. Okay, so probably if you're on the Upper yeah. West Side of Manhattan, I'm probably off the hutch into the in the hen off the hutch and oh off the sawmill into the Henry Hudson. I'm probably like 25 minutes away from you, 30 minutes. I'm familiar. Away. That sounds like what New Rochelle or White Plains, something I'm like that. New like... Rochelle. I'm on the Hudson line. I'm more on Yonkers and Hastings border. So we're right. not going to skip away. You drive? No, I am tethered to a 98 year old invalid, um, mm -hmm. and I am in service to my mom until okay. she transitions and then we can talk about whether i'm going to come visit anybody but right now i'm in my bubble and that's that well, i'm not asking if you're coming to visit girlfriend or anything like that i don't operate oh, you talked about that. i spent a lot of time in the hudson valley though as a child lots and lots of time a lot of paranormal activity um going on up there lots yeah. of people yeah. are very, um they're just starting now to speak about it more and more i was even surprised and i'm a native new yorker that Hudson Valley, especially like in the Adirondack area and, mm -hmm. you know, going there, Lake Placid, what really where goes on. And I've just recently discovered in, um, where is it? Oh, I think it's Armonk or um, Pond Ridge, either one of the uh, areas about the ancient, um, underground uh huts that were developed that were found it's funny you should say that there are a bunch of them in putnam valley and i'm very drawn mm -hmm. to fonstock park um where i used and to spend time yes so off peekskill hollow road there's a trail that i used to follow um a friend of mine's big brother ran away from home and decided to live there with his friends so darius and joe broncalione used to live in this cave we called it the cave but i'd go mm -hmm. visit and, like when you go into the formation of rocks like you could literally look up and if somebody said a giant had poured a bucket of rocks just down for shits and giggles, I would not question that. I'm like, yeah. I would say that the Illuminati did hold a place there. At well, you know, I wouldn't have had the thought had it probably, I mean, who has the thought if it's not real in my world? Mm, the thought right. wouldn't have come in my head if it weren't something well no you have to go by your intuition this is where people fail to understand that our intuition is really something that guides us forward man and it really absolutely absolutely <laughs> i get you okay. now a room full of sensitive we're all like musicians and 
Leanne, I put your YouTube up uh, in the chats, so it posted on YouTube, Facebook, and awesome. where else are we live, Aaron? So the, I mean, I'm, okay, because uh, I don't know. Yeah, so all three okay. of the places we're broadcasting live, Facebook. they just got your your uh, your YouTube. Okay, channel. okay, okay, okay. Because I'm trying to figure out how to give you guys my stream key. Like those are the stream keys, so that I can also stream this live. But next time, I'll figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Is that how you do it? I know. I've been trying to figure that out too. Yep. Mm -hmm. To like, uh, what do they call it? Stream at the swap cast is what they yeah, call it. There you go. Yeah. Right. 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 Peter, welcome. Peter Quill just tuned in from Ireland. Peter, welcome. Welcome, my brother. Hello, Peter. Peter, is that Peter Coy? Yes, it is. Peter Coyle. Yes, it yeah. is. How you doing, brother? That's my that's my buddy. Right. How you he's doing, a, brother, he's part of a coalition that that I'm in. He's one. Of, he's in my cell. <laughs> or I'm in his cell. We're in a cell together. Uh, four of us. How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I don't even know how we met. We just uh, were all of a sudden we were friends on Facebook and he was live one day and he was hopping mad uh, because people were uh, making fun of him because of his uh, dyslexia. And um, I got on there and was defending him and he started talking directly to me and I didn't even know who the guy was. But I knew that I knew him. And Whoa. then um, right. well, play, the, when I met him, like I saw him in a yeah. live stream playing his guitar, singing. Right. Was, so, so, yeah, he was, in the, he was in the, he was in the, he was the pub or the restaurant and, and he was broadcasting from there. And then all of a sudden I get introduced to him in the chat room in with my with my uh, coalition cell. And she is and the, the Oracle says, do you know him? And I say, yes, I do. And and she says, "Oh, you've already met us, and we're friends on Facebook." And she goes, "But where do you know him from?" I said, "I don't know." And that's when I found out that he was in <laughs> History Channel's uh, uh, Vikings. He was in almost every shot in the whole movie. I'm like, "No wonder you look familiar to me. I've watched that whole series, right?" And so, and then I found out that he was in uh, Braveheart as well. And so, yeah, you know, does some fun stuff, right? That was like Leanne. I didn't know who she was either when I talked to her when I first met her. And then somebody said, "Didn't you know she's been in movies?" I said, "Well, you know, she looked familiar." And then I looked her up and went, oh, okay. And I've seen every movie, just about every movie she's been in. <laughs> I met her, yeah, I didn't know who she was. And I'm like, okay, well, I've got, I'm having her come on. I'm having her be part, you know. No wonder she so looks familiar. Sure gonna, I've watched her movies. I was just looking at her. Yeah. I'm like, okay, she's playing. She's like in her bubble. When she turns, she's in her bubble. She is yeah. in her bubble. Yeah. Right? She's in. She's been in a couple of movies that she's have very, changed the face of this world. <laughs> Right. No she joke. Was part of it. No joke. She was part of it. I mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. The impact, the impact of the movies that she's been in that that have uh, right. that have, you know, that just have, the impact is an uh, entire generation, two, three generations have been impacted by the movies that she has been in. That's all. Well, right. and that is not a joke. Now. now you have to say the movies because now I'll you let her do that. I'll let her tell you more about that. But, but, give it up. Right? She's very, she don't, never brags. And when I met her, she could have been like well, telling I mean, her about Yeah, that's part of what she does. She's highly talented, but yeah, I brought her on, well, like I brought her in and asked her to be part of this retreat because of her, that, that, that's not what, what I asked her for. It was more about her spirituality and her opening up to that and being very open with it. Right, but you know, you gotta give people's she past. And you gotta but let then I found out, I'm like, holy agree, shit. Right? I didn't ask her, I didn't ask like her if it was okay for like me a... to tell anybody about her, her movies, so I apologize if, if that was not something you wanted people to know oh, uh, for this genre or where, you know, for here, but you know, that you guys need to understand that that the the impact sometimes we don't know right. or we don't really pay attention to the impact that we have as our uh, as our energy ripples out 
That's why I loved that movie, um, The Old Guard, with with uh, Charlie uh, Theron or Theron. I don't know how you say her last name. I think it's Theron. Um, where they play in that, where they were going through time. They were immortal. They were going through time and they were helping people. And then they got distraught. They've been doing it for so long. They didn't think they were making any uh, any any anything happen, anything change in life, in the world. And this detective who started on figuring out that they were immortal started looking into what they did. And the detective said to them, look, what you don't understand the impact of what you've done and what these yeah, people right. who you saved have done because you've saved them. And that revitalized them to want to go forward. Um, they haven't made a series out of it yet or another movie, but I'm sure they will at some point because they set it up to do that. But that was, that was, you know, so sometimes we do need to hear those things was my point. Yeah. And, and Leanne's very humble when it comes to that. I don't know her very long, but just from when we look at her now, she's been sitting here quiet, not trying to jump <laughs> in and talk as much. And I know you that, that she she'll will talk. when you're talking. If yeah. I shut up, she'll start talking. Right. I know that because I've done that. And it was doing that before we went live. I apologize for doing that. Right. But sometimes we need to hear that to understand for ourselves that praise, because sometimes we're so humble. We don't want to pat ourselves on the back because we don't want that ego to try and, you know, start kicking in our heads anymore about, you know, you're like, oh, you are really great. And we don't want that. We want to stay humble. But sometimes people need to understand the impact that certain people have. And sometimes we need to hear it too because it's the same thing. So I apologize if that was. Don't ever you know. apologize. No, I mean, as you guys are talking, I'm just I'm processing how I'm feeling and transmuting it into the idea that there is a path that everybody <coughs> has, and the path that led me to where I am today has everything to do with. Um, having lived those ideas out into the material world and been able to manifest the idea of being um, on screen, getting to play other roles, trying on different dresses, as it were, in safe space and better yet, getting paid for it. However, it really is not the idea. The idea was to expand and experience so that when the time, the linear time, the right now was right, when it all converged and the integration of everything I have uh, been through uh, comes to a point in the right now that allows me to um, use and remember these experiences uh, while being a conduit to help other people. And I, I, I think that the general uh, public, the beings who understand this film, who have seen this film or any other film I've been in, if they are um, in the here and now following me um, and are brave enough to give themselves permission to feel into something beyond what they can see, um, I, I would be happy to share that with them because that's what I'm doing now. Wow. Sure. That's awesome. Wow. That was a channeling. I don't control my channeling. Sometimes it happens. I don't know. That was awesome. Is that a bird behind you? Yes. I have three of those and I have another little one with a black head and I have a cat and I have lots of mantis in my house. Yeah, that's cool. I'm an animal lover. So that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. So I see you have a natural gift and that's very refreshing because through my work, I meet a lot of people who don't have natural gifts and they taint what we do. And I think that 
when we meet people who, although our deliverance is different, but we are all connected and we are doing things, that's wonderful because we learn from one each from one another and we tap in. So you're probably the first person that I seen in a long time that went into a natural channel. And I respect that and I like that. So I'm intrigued and I'm really impressed by people. You know what I mean? But tell me a little bit more about yourself, about what your steps are in the here and the now since you have that experience of not only stepping into different roles where you are actually playing that part in a real formation, but what you see now and what you bring to the table with like minds individuals. So we can learn from one another, not that we put anybody on the spot. That's, that's not ever the intent, but we do need to still learn from each other, even though we have our own unique gifts or our own unique mission. And I take those things and I, and I, how can I say it? I just simplify it for humanity when I speak, because what happens is, is that eat from everyone. I find it's almost like, um, an ecosystem, you know what I mean? Everybody's thriving, but that everybody's doing their things. And like you said, there are bad guys, there are entities, there are frequencies, there are illusions, there's holographic um, scripts, but we are flesh right now. And to bring that in and to expand on our earth planet, I think that rocks and rolls when we meet people of like minds. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. A lot of people that shine bright, though, have that big imagination and do see those strange things. Yeah. <laughs> and well, that's and, and really to what further what... to really move that far into something, into that to that mastery of some things, whether it's acting or writing or music. I know as and me as a creative person, I would yeah. consider myself an artist. You of have course. to dig deep into the imagination. And I think <clears throat> that is a lot of, that's what I was saying before, that a lot of that is coming out and can be misconstrued as maybe phony or maybe ill-advised. But, you know, I was a psychic for the first year and I did a lot of things that were wrong and I learned from them. But as I got into that, it, it's almost like you have to walk to it. Like, again, let's talk to that extreme of the polarity. You have to get to that place where things are so rigid and walk through it right and let it go and or, or get through to it to that higher level and i feel like whatever's brought me more success in my life and that doesn't necessarily mean money it means more just me accomplishing things right um has mm -hmm. been because of that big imagination and i think that's a very very important key in the coming future i think our imagination is actually the key and our tool to the, all, all human yes. beings have the imagination and the emotions, the idea that you can flare into a rage and then be laughing two seconds later and then in tears and then just completely neutral listening in, in the blink of an eye, you know, I mean, thoughts move faster than light. Emotions seem to surge up and overtake us. Like, but this is our, the, the thing that we feel is our weakness is actually all of the tools 
trying to peep through and go, no, here we are, like Cindy Lou Who, you know, it, it's like, you know, no, don't boil the dust back. Don't do it. The yeah. dust back has a whole universe on it. Like yeah. we create galaxies right. with our thoughts. Our thoughts are indelibly imprinted and singed yes. into the collective field, you know? So so minding what we think, minding what we say, words cast spells, if you want to take it back into the Wiccan aspect of it. You know, we are creators. We are magical beings. And we do it as a collective, for the most part, completely unconscious to that fact of who we are, whether we choose to accept it, whether we choose to be accountable for who we are and how we create. Right. You know? Mm. Well, and, and, it's, and, and that's, a, the human that's part, part is like, of, we, sorry, go, go ahead. No, go ahead, brother. Go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I think the human part is, yeah, I'm human. I'm going to be human. There's no other, I mean, I'm, a, I'm much bigger. There's much more than that. There's a lot more depth than just, you know, a body meat suit walking around to be, you know, but yes, we still have to pay our bills. We still have to prepare for the future. We still have to, you know, well, do this is work things. That's why I don't see this as like a prison. I see this as like, wow, I'm in like yeah. the greatest story of all time. I really am. It's like, and it's, it's, yeah, a playground. Yeah. it's a playground. Yeah. Like if you yep. treat everything you do as a work of art, like you don't have to be quote an okay. artist to be artful right. like if you think about it every in breath and every exhale is a work of art if you yes. choose to give yourself permission to see it that way but that would require removing a narrative that has been poisonous to the species to the collective yes. right well in the realization well, that just the the act of breathing the act of thinking the act of your heart pumping is the entire it is the macro the microcosm to what is the entire universe that is happening it's the it's the the macrocosm to the microcosm the expansion of the universe and then contraction of the universe is the same cycle that your heart goes through breathing. When, when and breathing when you inhale and you yep. exhale when you create a the thought mana, and then right? think of the thought or say the thought exhaling that thought that you created out and then you're bringing that energy back in to create more thoughts uh and words so we are li literally in, in everything that we do is perfection we just don't perceive it that way that's exactly what both right. Teresa and Leanne were saying now what I'm doing is this is what I do on my show I take things that people say and then I move them down a couple of notches like Teresa said and explain them in a way that people can catch it and understand it like right. a parable and that's the way uh, that every every person who is awake ends up speaking in parables because we have to like well, Leanne said it. it's right? also, and like it's Teresa also said we have to talk to the room right? <laughs> yeah, but it's all this down vibration. Think about what you're saying. Like, I'm hearing what you're saying, and it's like, I talk, and I boil it down, and then I put it into lots of words, little sound vibrational sound bites, so that people who hear in those long sentences can digest, and then if they choose to integrate what it is that we are bringing forward as far as information yes. and truth about who we are but it comes back to sound vibration which brings me back to Aaron like we make music yep. sound vibration our voice sound yep. sound you're bringing forth 
and all of our chakras, the ones that we pay attention to, there are far more than just the seven that we talk about. Correct. You know, it's those are all every chakra is its own galaxy. Like we are a we are a galaxy full of planets. Like let's say you know our central sun is the eighth chakra that's above everything, and then you know third planet from the sun would be what here, here, here the mouth is the earth and then like there has to be a relationship to the planets with each chakra like everything's connected right. yeah and it's well, both ways goes into your breathing goes into your throat yeah. goes into your heart goes into your lungs well, and look at this guys like we into your bowels and then your feet and then everything comes in and i think that that's something that we're going to see more and more about the sound because in the webbing of every finger and in the webbing between each toe, there are chakras. This is Absolutely. why when, if you do this with your hands long yeah. enough, you feel the heat. The chin. And the heat yeah. doesn't go away as you expand. Yeah. Like everybody in the audience should do this right now. Just put yeah. your hands like right. this. You can feel the heat. That's an energy ball. You're an energy <laughs> body. You are energy and you are vibration before you are matter. And, and all of your energy and all of your vibration projects into physical matter. We are creators. End yes. of story. Yes. End of story. Correct. That's There's that's the else. answer. That's the and that's the key. Actually, it's not the answer. It's the key, right? Love is the answer, yeah. and knowing that the creation is love is the key in the door. That's your ticket out to understand what Leanne is saying and what Teresa is saying and what Aaron is saying. And I guess with me, because I'm trying to corroborate the whole thing, but that's the key to all of that is that the truth is in within you, you need to understand that your heart chakra is the creation and you are the creation that makes you the creator. You're a co-creator of this. We all are. And that's like she said, like, like Leanne just said, period, done, mic drop. <laughs> right. But it's getting people there that we're all working on. Right. You have to start somewhere. You, you can't, you know, yeah. look, this is the deal that once you know something and you have, and you, and you are sharing it, patience comes in because now you're actually instructing and yeah. people don't get it the first time. So um, Aaron has no, a beautiful know. voice. And do you remember yeah. when we used to go, um, and you know, yeah. when, you, when you lead it, I actually could feel the vibration going to the stomach yes. and into the bowels. But if someone doesn't know how to do it, you don't feel nothing. And I think that people get, distracted by that but then you realize the more you keep doing it and the more the yep. sound goes Exercise into your body and you allow yourself to be in that playground you see the vibration yep. you feel the vibration and then that's really how we are creators and i it took a long time for me to fully understand that but i think that one of the uh, big deterrents with that throughout um, my transformation is that because if you don't meet people who are willing to really talk about it, they right. throw you off, you know, uh, a path. You got to really want it. And then once it's there, you got to say, okay, I get you, thank you. But I need to like get into this myself a little bit because I do the work. To need to do the work. Yeah. So it goes back to permission slips. Like people don't give themselves permission to 
uh, be vulnerable. Like vulnerability is a big, huge thing. You know, it's like, how do you get up in front of a whole crew and like look into somebody's eyes and burst into tears and just be so raw? Like you just do, like you have to like literally, like I've gone through life naked and I've gotten whooped for it so many times, but it doesn't stop me from opening my heart again. Like I thought for a long time that I had anger issues. I don't have anger issues. I have transmutation uh, practice. (laughs) I have transmutation practice. That's what that is. Transmutation. And and reframing a whole life of behavior in a manner that allows you to see yourself um, as somebody who never stopped forgetting at some level. Like, I never let go. I never let go. Like, when I was little, somebody asked me, like, I wanted to know about what I had sinus problems when I was younger. Like, I would literally throw up blood because, like, Mm -hmm. post-nasal drip, my sinuses were bleeding. Like, I don't I had the same thing. I was in my late teens, early 20s, and and I had the same thing. I would burst out into a bloody nose. And Uh, I didn't know why. And it was... Oh, I had no bloody noses. I would just wake up and go throw up. And I would throw up blood like and i don't know and i'd go to the doctor sinus infections but for me that whole thing was like the refusal to accept the narrative as it is at my deepest level no matter what i pretended and was going to pretend in the next three decades to really viscerally feel this human thing that is so beautiful and crushingly painful and the array of everything, it's just so much like you could pop, like, and, and, and yeah. giving oneself permission to really feel that and feel vulnerable to it right. in front of somebody else. Like closing the yeah. gap between what you think you're supposed to be, what you actually are, just allowing yourself permission to be who you are. That's the greatest gift to the planet and the collective anybody could could offer yes, honestly. Yeah, and then you realize you're the rock star that you that you thought and you want you're even greater right? than right. that because of the vibration. Let's get back to that because what we were talking about and, and where uh, uh Leanne went with that talking about the vibration and, and sound, once you once you realize that all of that is that everything is not just sound, but it's light as well, and it's and it's gas, and it's solid, and it's me, and it's you. But all of it is a harmonics. It's perfect, dude. Exactly, and it's all of the octaves. There are so many octaves. It's not like I've been a harmony junkie my whole life. Like so, like I used to literally plug a microphone in and sing harmonies to James Taylor and try to figure out how to get my voice on that side, and then I would record it. Like I didn't even know what I was doing. But it's funny now that I like use all the plugins i play my guitar i play my bass i can get the drum beat and then sing like who needs a band like i love it i love it yeah i haven't written anything lately but i've like half well come on man we have zoom we can we can collab come on norma (laughs) i know so we do do that i I feel like norma knows what she's doing we could do lyrics and melody and like just you know? Right. Yeah, let's let's get sing. Norma in. She's been real quiet through the whole thing. Let's let's go back know, to Imbolg. Let's start with that, that, Norma, and then and then let's yeah. move from there. But I want because Norma's going to talk about this because it is actually important. We're at that mid mid uh, uh, place 
where we're halfway through the winter. The winter is now the yeah. thaw and the Vikings did, uh, also had a tradition around this time period. In fact, the band Amon Amarth with the Pursuit of Vikings, the song, talked about that at this point when the thaw starts and you can now start hearing the yeah. sea oh, again because of the thaw. Yeah. Uh, and right. And look, there she's planting. Uh, this is nice. the this is the time when uh, in the pagan uh, community, the God has been reborn now. And that's when yep. springtime starts to happen. But it, and that's also what they did with Christianity and all other religions. So with that segue, right. Norma, give us the background on uh, Imbolc, please. Well, there's there's many different backgrounds, like you were saying, really. I mean, ultimately, um, well, because but it's, basically, it, it's that, the same as all the other religions, just told in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's basically yeah. just that that's it's in between the. Uh, Sorry, winter and spring equinoxes, right? Yeah. It's when it's the, the sun starts to shine yeah. a little brighter, a little longer. Yeah. And so uh, it, it's it's basically honoring um, agriculture. Basically, it's time to start farming. It, it's 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 time yeah. to, to honor the, the animals and the, the, yeah. the, and the you yeah. know, all of that. Yeah. And basically uh, plant those seeds and prepare for for the next season. Yeah, right. So, so the word in bulk, yeah. the word in bulk itself the word imbolc is an ancient Irish word that literally means in the belly. It means to be impregnated. Yep. That's where the yep. word comes yep. from. So this is yep. the beginning of spring when all, all life starts to spring forth and all animals uh, start, uh, start, you know, getting ready to procreate uh, yep. once again, because yep. the God has returned. The goddess has given birth to the God yep. and the God is the life bringer. And the God is bringing life to the, to the world again, or at least that part of the world that you're in because the way the cycle right. works, you know, if you're in the North mm -hmm. spring is the summer in the South. And, but then there's mm -hmm. your, there's your whole spiral again, going up and down and back and forth. Through the, the, the taurus, right? Life, you yeah. know, whatever, even though you're in a different de demographic, yeah. the season still brings life and people know when right. to start keeping their crops and coming together and start yep. honoring the earth. And, yep. you know, actually gathering the bounty you know what i mean it's a cool right? thing yep. I've, yep. I've, I've been planting more and more you know and I, I, this you know each year i i learn a little bit more and you know i got some great tomatoes this year and like there's nothing nice. like fresh herbs and i think yeah. that something too that as we raise our own vibrations we can sustain aaron was saying yep. that before we don't have to keep in um in tune with the establishment we can actually right. do something about it absolutely right well it's about choosing not to be entangled like you can watch something you can observe something you can let something like you can you guys know when you have a little three-year-old it has a tantrum well oh, yeah. let it it'll get tired eventually <laughs> and and when right. you do entangle with whatever that vibration is was you don't do it in a manner that is a persecutorial shame because right. that just perpetuates what's mm -hmm. wrong in the first place so breaking the cycle i think is a really important thing for the collective to also do you know um and coming back to like a, a whole body thing like if every single human being on this planet hybrid, human, whatever, if every single human being could somehow in a, an energetic place be able to be cohesive and work as a whole body, like 
my liver, my heart, my lungs, my kidneys, they are not arguing amongst one another, complaining that one doesn't process the white cell the way the other one wants it to. And if you could only work the way I did, then if you like, right. I'd have had a fucking stroke myself. Like, what? Right. So why aren't human beings identifying as organs of the collective? Like yeah. the body's sick because the organs are arguing about yeah. who's processing what white cell and whose bloodstream. Because the person brings it on. Because, well, because we are, we're separate in our ego. Like, and and right. the misconstruing of each fractal having its unique stamp and offering. You know what I and feel then confusing that with being willful and having our, like, to eat. It's, it's like a misunderstanding of a truth. This is how I feel about that. I feel screw that. Because this this takes away from a person's growth. I've been there, done that. I've listened. I've been on a hundred panels plus, and it goes down to the same thing. But if there comes a time that we got to break away from that and yes, we observe. And yes, if there's something that in our individualist um, minds or heart that we want to articulate, we do. But I, when people start with all that with me, I go, okay, yo, let's bring it down three, four notches. I'm not judging you on that, and I'm not, I'm not about that. Your gifts are your gifts, and I can either honor your gifts or I can either snub your gifts, depending on how it rocks and rolls. But I'm not here to say I'm better, you're better. I'm on this council. That, right. Right, exactly. So yeah. this is what I'm saying. The collective is like what Teresa said. They're behaving right. like that. And instead of behaving yeah. like that, it needs to be we're all part of the same collective. We need to yeah. work together yeah. as one or we have the or this collective has cancer. It's going to it's going to die. Right? You're absolutely right. Well, and that's right. part of the but equation. It's not about the judgy thing. And it, it's it's honestly yeah. what what causes a person to go wait maybe I need to look at it differently and learn not to adopt anything until I fully questioned it. And until it, I know, yeah, here, like, then this is where like that dude, Randy Weitenheimer talks about power versus force. And I say this like almost every time I go on camera, like if I say my name is Donald Trump and somebody does this, my arm's going to go down. If I say my name's Leanne Curtis, it's going to stay there. So yeah. why do we have court systems and law systems and lawyers when all you need to do is tell the truth or tell a lie? And if you're lying, it's going to like, sorry, kinesiology. Like, and you don't need to base somebody's, we're going to hang you. But then we're back to like, why are we persecuting anybody? If somebody right. needs to be rehabilitated or if somebody has disalign themselves with what would source do, then we need to gently get them back on a path. Not that's something. That's the whole thing. They disalign. We disalign. We've been there. We know we've tr we've tried. But they ultimately need to make the choice. To yes. Talk. You have to make the choice. But you have to understand you have to understand that, that is the that is the purpose of this place. It is the purpose yeah, yeah. of this place to go and to everything that we're going through. We have to go through to graduate. Otherwise, we won't graduate. So it's necessary that every single person at some time <clears throat> when they're born, they have to listen to the ego. But without the ego driving 
the yeah, force, the, the, what, what, what uh, Leanne was talking about, without the ego there to drive you to that, you never understand. So what happens is if people believe that this mind that's thinking, this pain body they're in, and the ego that's on this left shoulder talking to them is who they are, then they stay manifested in that place. But at some point in their manifestation, no matter what happens to them, even with all of this that's gone on where they hijack the matrix, even then on a higher, higher level of spiritual uh, awareness, even then the people who are stuck realize that and call out for help. So they know that what they're doing has to change, but they're not willing to change it yet because of where they are in their development. They're probably so, afraid of doing the hard work and they don't know how to right. give themselves permission to let go of the narrative. They don't, you know what it is too? I found that you're right. They're afraid to do the hard work and they look yeah. for other people to lead them. And Looking the outside of you. Yes. My mom said to me the other day, can you fix me? I'm like, um, no, I can feed your container and I can keep you clean, but that's an inside job, babe. Like I, you know, somebody said to me, most, uh, most in society, like just because she's my mommy doesn't mean I need to sugarcoat shit. Like you can't, right. can you give me myself back? No, I didn't hijack yeah. yourself. You right. are causing your own self suffrage with this pattern of thinking. You have, adopted and are now white knuckling and i know something in you is like watching this whole thing watching me talk to you watching right. you resist me watching me get frustrated and both of our higher selves are fucking laughing right now going those right. two like this right. is funny okay well because we'll right they'll get it well, you know like, and that's that's my soul agreement with this woman to to try to right. get her to allow herself to get it before she exits this she gave me you know it's like yes. we're two strands of the same braid that's in some same oversoul yeah. i have a very yes. strange relationship with my mom and my daughter where yes. it's like a braid into the same oversoul we're possible. like three fractals of the same Yes, I was just gonna say, which is also a fractal of something else. There, like, yeah, there's yeah. been people that have have realized that they have been inside of more than one body at the same time on Earth, occupying three or four. Some, some I've heard of instances up to five where they're literally alive right now. Five versions that I'm inside of that I'm literally when I'm not here, consciously, and oh, when I am, there's a part really of my consciousness better, that is literally crazy. plugged into three or four other people. Hard to understand. Right. That, that well, because that's the spirit, you know. Right. I mean, right. we're right. multidimensional. Else is right. doing. It's all so happening you know, now. It's the spirit, yeah. but when you come back now into the body and you're actually walking on earth, you know, there has to be some sort of streamline because I look, even when it comes to the divine, if you go, if you take a little bit too far to the right or a little bit too far to the left, then you don't know how to balance it. What really does happen is you become a little bit way out there. You can't come back. I've seen people crack up over this because this is powerful right. stuff. Right. So you know, the thing is, is that I think that's where a, little pe a lot of people get a little lost because if you take the flesh and then you understand the spirit and you bring it in and, you know, we could say everything that you're saying, I, I agree with to a, to a degree. We have to go through certain things. This has to happen. You know, yep. some people are stuck, but there comes a time that it should stop. For well, look at this. Look at this. Well, Not everybody has to be a train wreck to learn it. Some right. people remember sooner. Right. 
you know i personally chose some train wreckage like i chose train it's fun you know what? Like, fuck I mean, up. Why can't people admit that it's fun to fuck to up? It's fun to get your fingers dirty in yeah. the mud. It's fun to yell at somebody. It's fun to be really mad. Like, it's, and then it's fun to go, wow, I can rein myself back in. It's fun to self realize. Like, yeah. my playground is yeah. mine, my rules, my body. I think you hit the nail, you hit the nail right like, in the head with the self realization thing, with the yeah. facing yeah. yourself. We all have to face ourselves every day. Not have to. We should. Like people Many look people at it like, oh, God, I don't want to. But really, that. if you're not doing that, you're living a life right. that's so rigid. But you're Teresa, not, you're you not able understand. to actually live a life at all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Aaron. Teresa, what you have to understand is you have to you have to get the, the realization. And we all have to have the realization that that not everyone is going to be at the same level ever. No. Okay? So when you say some people can't, when you say some people can't, they're not ready to remember. They're not ready. They're too young. They're too young. They can't. They're not ready. It's because they can't be ready five minutes from now. Right. It's because they haven't chosen it yet for whatever reason. They're either here for the very first time and they've never been here before. So they're a baby soul who has never experienced this or they've only been here a few times and they haven't. So, or they're just come back to work on something like Leanne said, they want to have fun and play in the dirt before the dirt's taken away. And so they're coming in just, uh, just before dark, before everybody has to come in the house and they're running around out there playing and you go, wait, you got to come in. It's going to rain. And they're like, I know, isn't it great? And so that you have to realize that. And so I don't look at them as if they can't because nobody is stuck in a can't. Everybody can do everything. It's just a matter of choice. Leanne said that a little while ago. It's a matter of choice. They have to make that choice. You yes, people can, but they can't because they don't want to. Plain and simple as that. Some people. And, but why do they not want to? Like it goes right. back to like I I feel it's like and this is be twenty different reasons, and you could give me twenty different reasons why, and that doesn't mean that yeah. any of us are wrong. I'll give you or one reason too. Right, it's just playing out that way, and I'm not okay. saying. No, you're out there. You see, you're absolutely right, Teresa. You're absolutely right because this is what I said before. When you when you get yourself to the point where you look back down at this place and you understand the perfection of this place and how it works, then you, you, what you realize is that there's always, always, always going to be somebody who is at that lowest vibrational level, and there's always, always, always going to be somebody ascending past where that is because this is a creation that is constantly creating. It's starting over all the time. So every day, every day, every second, we have a new soul that comes into this planet for the very first time that used to be a dog, a cat, a bird, a, a, a piece of grass or something, and they became aware of their consciousness. I think, therefore, I am. So, so me, it's never going to be, it's not going to ever be, and it can't ever be anything than other than what it let is. Let me shoot this at you, if you don't mind. Right, me being Teresa, so wait, wait, I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry, Dan. Go ahead and ask for Teresa first. Go ahead after, after Leo so finishes. This is, this, is, this is my thing. Just because I don't 100% agree with you, and just because I might think what you're saying is not 100% true for my own self, that doesn't mean that I'm not loved. That doesn't mean I don't respect your journey. That doesn't mean that I will interfere in your playground. It that's just what I'm saying to you. That's exactly I, what I'm saying to you, and that's what Leanne was saying to you. But, but we were saying the same thing to you. Yeah, but 
you're but you're actually telling me that if I word it a different way, that I might be misconstrued and that's not that's not the way it is. Well, actually, I what my point was that I didn't get to get you know? to was that partially what we have to realize is that, and this goes back to what Leanne was saying about words having power, and this is part of of getting the ego completely out of our lives by understanding that anything that we say that has a negative connotation, please, please let me finish. I'm sorry. Anything that we say that has a negative connotation draws a negative uh, uh, energy into ourselves. When you say I can't do something, you're saying I won't do something because that's the words that you're using there. So if you if you say that people can't change, they can't stop being negative, what you're saying is you're projecting on them that they have no choice. And that's actually not what I'm this is about. I'm the way I, 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 I've encountered people. I have encountered people like that. And, and I'm you not will. And you will. And I'm That's not the saying, point I'm of just, this exercise. I'm just stating a fact. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm not projecting any negative or positive energy with that. What I'm just saying is I have encountered it, that there's people that can't and won't, and that there's people who actually understand the many facets, and they just don't want to do it. And that's a choice that that's they true. make. And it is absolutely so I'm true. I'm not saying not that say, I, you're, you're not saying anything that I don't agree with. At all. Like that, that yeah. you know, yeah. I'm projecting negativity. It's just a discussion. Yeah. You know, it's just. No, I agree. I, I'm agreeing with you 100. percent I'm not yeah. disagreeing with you in any way. No, I agree I'm with what you're saying. What? I'm agree with that. I don't really care about that. I see. I think what it is is because I'm very direct and I'm very outspoken. And uh, and I, I'm very like passionate. Sometimes people take that the wrong way, but I think that that's foolish too. Because when people are talking on many different levels, and I'm just like, yes, I get it. I don't do that to people. So I I, I think that you know when people talk and when people say, well, this is the way it is, and that's the way it is. I don't turn around and say, well, how do you know that for certain? You know what I mean? Because I think that it's right. really our own path. And we have to like take in these things, and that's how we learn. So if you, right, have, you, path, know, right? if right. you were confused in my uh, presentation, I'm just clarifying it for you. And I make no apologies for that because it's not right or wrong, and it's not you know for me to be to be better or anything like that. I'm just like flowing, and that's how I see it, and that's how I leave. But I interfere in nobody's life. They're free to do whatever they want because that's how it is even if somebody can't well they won't that's just how it is you know what i mean well, no, and I, I agree with that. I wasn't trying to dispute that at all. I was just merely pointing out that the when you say can't, that that's that's the same thing as judging someone in in a sense and saying, well, that person's a thief. Well, then now you're projecting that on yourself as well. So I was just trying to point that out. I wasn't saying that what, well, no, what you were saying was wrong I'm and that it wasn't true. Trying, if, if I gave off that impression, that's totally not the way it is. You know? Well, then that's just my that was just my misunderstanding because. All right. Was, all right. You know, in other places. So, I, so I, I do apologize if it came across as if I was <laughs> in any way big headed like that and ego minded to because that's not what my intentions were at all. I, I was just trying to point out the, right, the word take, that, that, does, that, that sends up a reflection of yourself in there. Just yeah, I can't do that. I'm in Utah. I don't smoke. You don't smoke? <laughs> not at all. No, I, yeah, I think it's illegal in that state, isn't it? They're, they're it's illegal, legal in here. That state to do that? Just, uh, you know. Yeah, so that just it is. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. kind of legal. 
I don't usually do that on on camera either, right? But you know, it's okay no, I can't, I can't. that you know that the end does that. I don't, you know, I don't I mean, do that, dude. I, don't I did a show on four twenty right the whole day long. Everybody on the show was smoking pot except for me. I was the only one who wasn't high. <laughs> <laughs> so normal. Can we? Can All right. So wow, we got things is not like the other one of these people just rips her bung. <laughs> I like that. No, I'll do that later after we're off air. I'll I will do that. I will make a drink and I will and I will get out that green handed Who's this chick Teresa man? She like gave me like <laughs> No, that's the, uh, yeah. you're on the that's, pirate cast yeah, right now. I mean you know, usually I'm having drinks, but yeah. I'm not right now because <laughs> I gotta keep my head clear. <laughs> We're going up from here, right? Yeah. It is, so usually when I'm and on, that's on air, life I'm requires me to be well, more. Right. So I don't want to. I don't want to. When I do that stuff, I get I get far more into detail about things. So I would never shut up. If I were high right oh, now, yeah, I'm, you think I'm bad yep. now? Get me high. Aaron yeah. and I have done this. We're both been high off air. Oh yeah. And we're just like, hey, dude, you know, we just get going higher and higher. Talking, and higher I don't and get high, man. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he never. He, didn't, he was just. I he had a, a glass of wine or something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, was I was um, lucky <laughs> enough to have uh, to get to go to Hawaii. Santa Claus pose. And um, it was this uh, day chronicle thing. It was called Chronique Pacifique for Canal Jimmy, and it was just all aired in France. But like, I'm bilingual, so I got the job. Great. Nice. So I left <laughs> like five weeks to go to Hawaii, and I would have to like memorize stuff and change my clothes in the back like what makeup woman who's doing wardrobe i'm doing all of this and memorizing stuff and like smoking and they're like how do you and they were just always so shocked i never looked high i always remembered my lines <laughs> like there was nothing wrong like so they didn't have a right. as long as i wasn't fucking up there's no reason but like in right. all these weird like as soon as somebody found oh Leanne smokes pot oh well she's trouble oh well she's this like <laughs> really think was going on right honestly is well that, and that was right? a concerted effort to stop stop people from smoking pot yeah. right we know that they made it they said it was that yeah. was bad and it would be uh, you would get addicted and you would be like oh you have to then move on to we other drugs madness you know? nonsense and, yeah and then it's it's bad for your brain and it kills brain cells and oh my god don't ever no it actually this. makes brain cells grow and you know what yeah, if you're asthmatic and you start hot it opens up your life wait uh, Teresa, say that again i didn't hear you you remember that commercial there when they were first like a band that's what you're saying right this is your brain is your brain on drugs yeah yeah i remember yeah. that yeah that's what they did to us but then they made all i wanted was when i saw that it's like now i'm hungry right the anti-smoking commercials i wanted to go have a cigarette it made me want to go have a cigarette right right we used to joke because remember when Nancy Reagan really said, "Just say no." I every time I took a hit off of a joint or a pipe, I'd go, <sighs> and then after I blew it out, I'd go, "Man, I'm glad I didn't listen to that chick." Beforehand, just say no. I got a funny, funny story. Yeah. When I was 15 years old, I booked a job called The Chemical People, and we had to go down to WQED in Pittsburgh, and it was Nancy Reagan. It was her whole like "just say no" thing. Right. So. I'm on the set and like, you know, because I'm a hooligan, um, I'm bored and they've got this fake bong and they've got this crap in there and I'm going, this is disgusting. So I 
put my roach in the bomb on the set. Like, and I'm, you know, all cocky with the friends going, hey, watch what I'm about to do. And I think, and sure oh, enough, like every <laughs> once in a while, I'd, and it was the grips. It's always the grips. <laughs> it's always the grips. <laughs> and what's even weirder, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so I was smoking hot in the bong as a cast member of the Chemical People, which is anti-drug. So like, I'm just like in there with my secret yeah, the whole time. Yeah. I just, I can't help it. I'm Leanne. <laughs> right. Well, really, I, I don't consider it a drug. It's only a drug because some person somewhere decided they had the authority to call it one. So right. Yeah. Well, they're psychopaths. Yeah. They're psychopaths yep. and they're in charge. Yep. And there are like three of them. And then they hire private companies to do all their dirty work and go, yep. Whoa, yep. oh no, because we're not doing the whole. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to Antarctica, like, right? Yeah, welcome to Antarctica. The top five, you know, Bill Bigelow and your skinwalking, like, I was at a Raytheon, I think it was right next to it in Arizona. We went to, uh, we took a big road trip, Arizona. We've talked about it before on the show, but um, we were down in Tucson, or we actually got further, like, really close to uh, what's it called? Wide Earp, where Wide Earp and Benson. Shoot out at the old tombstone, tombstone, <laughs> tombstone. So yep. we we're close to tombstone, a place called Benson, a little yeah. town. And yep. we drove up there. I think I had to pick somebody. It's like the last the little stop before tombstone. Benson. Somebody else was going <laughs> to jump on the jump on the uh, magic carpet ride that we were on. <laughs> it would like lasted four months, which was awesome. Anyway, um, yeah, there was a Northbrook Groman uh, right there. It was like the air. They owned the airport, and it just that energy just felt like I'm telling you, it felt heavy. Like just really heavy, dense kind of energy. Yeah, that's the kind of it does, man. Like, okay, so if you're if you drive down the four hundred five and then hop on the uh, oh god, is it the five? No, not the five. It's the it's the fifteen. Oh gosh, now I three years. No, back in in L.A. in L.A. You go past LAX and then you go up on the ramp and then you take the is it the fifteen? I can't remember what it is. Doesn't really matter. Is that the one they so have you right Arizona? Oh, but you drive by all these big buildings. They're all Raytheon. They're all right there by the airport. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Also feels very yucky when you drive by all of that. Like I remember, I'm like remembering yeah, driving yeah, through yeah. that and the feels, the feels. It's just like mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Well, yep. you know what it is, guys, and, and um, it's it's it is the the soullessness of yeah. the holographic nature of the of the universe that these people who get trapped in to um, this entire egoic mindset, and especially the elites and their mindset of where they're at, they can't create like everyone else because they have no love. That's the lack right. of they the can, one in them. So, so whatever they make has to be, because they can't create in this place because right. you have to have the creation within you to create here. So they have to, they have to create a different way. And that's the fractal. That's the yin, the yin to the yin or the yin to the end, depending on how you want to look at which one is light, which one is dark, doesn't matter. And so they, therefore we feel that lack when you're there and it feels icky because there's nothing, it's nothingness. Right. It's just this hate and rage and fear. That right. And it's not the right nothingness. Like there's the zero right. point, which is the right yes. nothing. And, <laughs> and right. there's the nothingness. Right. Yes. 
So the one that's peaceful is the way. That's the right way. That's yeah. the Tao Te Ching. That's where you're supposed to right. be focusing on. But the other one, because they will both meet, right? You, you can't have one without the other. So they meet at that zero point. So when you come from it from that place of holiness or spirituality, you you feel yeah. that nothingness is right. But when you the go baby, the other place, it's icky because it's, going, it's leading to the dark side. And that's bad energy. Juju, bad juju. Well, even mm. Ralph Waldo Emerson oh, said, keep an edge to oh, your right. good. You know, keep an right? edge Emerson, to your good. Right? What yeah. does that even mean? Keep an edge to your good. Well, it means you have to have a point of reference. Otherwise, you're yeah. just yeah. like there's just it's, there's yeah. no right. boundary. There's no. It's a blob. And like, right. listen, right. There, there's a time and a place and a space to be blobby. But this isn't this yeah. isn't it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. This right. ain't it. Right. So I think it was the 10. Was it the 10 you were talking about, Leanne, when you're heading from like you're down south and you're starting to yeah, head no, 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 Arizona? No, it's not the 10. It's not the 10. It's, uh, it's the 40, maybe? Or the 395? No, I need to look 95? it up. It's the 15. It takes you. It takes you to the five, it, you know, it's from the 405. It's just past like on El Segundo, and then you go up the ramp. 15, on 15, 15, right? Oh, okay, so you're talking about east. further inland and heading out of town, right? Well, it's going south out of LA, right. and then okay. LAX is on yeah. your right. You go just south. It's right before you would go into like Manhattan Beach and Redondo Beach right after that. Like, but you don't yeah, get that far. You just go up yeah, the ramp. Not, and you're right not, right out on the one, so it's not the 73. It'd be the 405 heading to the five. 405 right? to the 15. You so you get on the 15 eight. going east and right, then right, right. Down. Yep, I'm looking at the map. Right. So you're right. And you guys see like any, you would think uh, I would remember that off the top of my head because after the last kid left, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do when I grew up. So I thought, well, screw it. I've got to pay my car payments. I might as well drive Lyft for a while. So that was kind of interesting. But like, yeah. Well, there you go. Right. Yeah, Lyft would be interesting. You did that in LA. You did that in California. Yeah, I drove Lyft in LA for a little while. It was it was fun talking to people, like because I could do it on my own term. You know, I was I. I like jobs. You set your own hours. My my ex wife does that. She drives for Uber. She does because you can drive when you want to. You set your own hours. You only pick people up that you want to pick up or whatever you know, or on or off, and and you don't have to. I had it down to. I mastered like something like, because I happened to live at the time. I mean, I can say this cause I don't live there now. I lived on palms and Sentinella. Basically I lived on Barry and palms. So I would like turn my engine on. I'd make my coffee and I would literally play games like, okay, let's put the lift on and see if I can get my coffee to pee. Like I would make little, little adventures for myself like and most of the time I'd thing and i'd be like oh okay run wash your hands get out the door like don't don't cancel don't like and a lot of times there was a couple times i got the same person that was fun <laughs> look at that what is, what is that another country heard from that's that's oh, i want to talk noise. about your lift driving because i watched that's i watched you do all this shit from my cage and boy did you look silly that's what that was man yeah that's funny that was that anyway. was good that was the perfect timing for that, by the right way. yes it was <laughs> Yes, yes, little. That's the about 30. How old are you? We're 33, 32, 33, 34. Oh, then he's probably already self aware then. 
She's old. Nice. They They can live in the hundreds or the hundreds, right? Yeah. Macaws live the longest and cockatoos, the bigger, the longer, usually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, had I had those, the big red one, you know, like the the pirate parrot. Mm -hmm. The thing was huge. You just stand on his shoulder and you just walk around. Well, this thing has one. a friend that had a great one. He's like forty years old now, and they they do live very long. And should anything yeah. happen, her daughter will inherit him because they right. do live long, man. Yeah, I used I to love. I used to go to the, the Renaissance and the Scottish games, and they they do the pirate games out here mm -hmm. in California, anyway. So I used to dress up like a pirate and go to those, and and there was a couple of guys that would walk around with actual birds on their shoulder, and man, where they like everybody wanted to take pictures with them, right? And they they put a bird on you. I, I I've taken many photos where the guy put the bird on me, and I was standing with him, and other people got in the shot. And we're standing mm -hmm. there, and they all want to take pictures. They all think we're all actors because we're dressed up that way, right? And although I've never mm -hmm. joined an actor's guild, but I've done it with the Renaissance and the guilds with the Renaissance. I used to go when you used to be able to interact and pretend. Right. So I used to go down dressed up. One time I went down with a buddy of mine, and we walked by, and there was a brothel, and the women were up there, woo-hoo, and all this. And we started, mm -hmm. we were in character, and we started giving them a hard time. And the pimp came after us and chased us oh. through town. And we were running around and hiding amongst the people who were hiding behind the oh, hail, you know, bay hail, or and and getting into the part. They had no idea we weren't actors, but the guy saw that we were playing the part, so he went and played his part. So we were acting out a whole scene of him chasing us because we were calling his hookers whores and stuff, and we were hiding. And he knew exactly where we were, but he was pretending he couldn't find us. You know, overacting and having fun. We did that for years, and then they stopped that because somebody got hurt or something, or I'm not sure. But they stopped, and no one could interact with them anymore. You could only watch. But man, it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to do that when you could play because no one ever got hurt, right? We never saw that, but it was fun because right. they they're they're bored too because they're standing there and they're and you know if you're if your job is to be the pimp and all you're doing is, is is talking to the people as they walk by that gets boring. But if you can go run after somebody with a club or pull out your sword and come right. here, you it's more fun. The day goes by faster. Everybody has fun. It's more authentic yep. for the right. crowd, right? Same thing with the Scottish games. When I was there, everybody thought I was working. Because I was in traditional dress with a clan shirt on, so they thought that I was yep. one of the officials working the show. But because I had been there, people would come up to me and go, "When exactly uh, is it that they do the shot put?" I'm like, "The hammer toss and the shot put is going to be in the stadium at two. I know that because I bought a, a, a program right when I came in. But they right. all thought I worked there because I was dressed in traditional dress. This guy must be part of the show. No, I'm just like you. <laughs> right? I'm just nice coming here. You know, that's, that's great yeah. times, nice memories." Yeah, oh, it was it was fun. Um, I told this. I think I told this on air before, but I'll tell it again. We one year we went. I went to the Scottish Games over here in Pleasanton, California, which is right next to Dublin, named after Dublin, Ireland. Uh, my family owned what most of Pleasanton was until my grandfather gambled it away. <laughs> he got drunk and gambled away the whole city. So we don't own anything. They just have three streets. Three streets. One is Holy Neil. Shit. One's Frank, and one is Rose. Frank and Rose are my grandparents. Uh, and that's the only thing that people remember us by is that, that why are these people's names? They have no idea. So we go there for the games. And that year, the McNeils and the O'Neills, I'm an O'Neill, but the McNeils and the O'Neills uh, uh, stick together uh, in the clans. And um, we had to, we had such a big uh, group. We had the largest contingent that showed up that year. Uh, and I had wow. brought a bunch of my friends too, right? I was in my like mid-20s, I think, at the time. So I brought a whole bunch of my friends as well. 
And um, the, the the Caledonia Club, which puts on the games uh, in the United States, especially out here on the West Coast, they adopt one clan from the games every year, and then they give them fanfare and all this. So they adopted the McNeils, and uh, there was O'Doul's, I think it was, uh, bar. There are Murphy's, I think, that's over there in Dublin. Uh, and they shut down three-quarters of their bar for the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the McNeil clan to go there. Wow. And we went there to play pool and drink and McTarnahan, old man McTarnahan from McTarnahan Ale shows up at the pub and brings a whole entourage and says, everyone in here that's a McNeil or an O'Neill or related to the clans gets to drink McTarnahan Ale the entire time I'm in this building and I want wow. everybody's cup full nice. at all times. So awesome. we got to drink for free and party with old man McTarnahan who showed up in full traditional dress. Then the next day nice. we find out that he filled up ice chests, two of them, and brought them to our clan tent and told the people to show up once an hour and fill them up and keep them full for the weekend. So needless to oh, say, God, McNeils were, yeah. were we were, we were eliminated from every competition because we didn't show up because we were all drunk. Right. No, no joke. We, were all drunk. we didn't show up. We're all laying on the grass drinking all day long. So every single person, who was doing every event was disqualified from the events. They didn't know what was going on. And then the word got out that we were all drunk. So then when the, the gathering in the clans comes where everybody marches out there. Now, mind you, when this is being done, it's in the first week of September. So the temperature is like 115 on the, on the, on the field. So the kids are wanting to go and march and they're waking us all up. We're like, all right, fine, let's go. We all pick up a bunch of ale and we're shoving it in our kilts and sticking it oh, in our geez. sock, right? And we, and we go, and then we have a glass and we march out at 115 degrees. And when they're naming the clans and they get to the McNeils, they said, oh, look, the McNeils finally woke up and decided to come out for the for the marching of the clans. And we all held up our uh, drinks and went, huzzah! And we got a standing ovation from the crowd. <laughs> Because we were, we were still trying to play we place in uh, Idaho. We were, we were playing it. it was we had so much fun. That's the kind of stuff that, like Leanne was saying before, when you got to play in the mud, man. You got to get dirty. You make dumb mistakes and you learn yeah. from them. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's you do dumb shit. Like I, I remember playing a place in uh, Idaho Falls, man. And I'm telling you, I'm not one to like say racist or because I, I don't do that. But yes, that place kind of felt a little racist. Like we got there and we're a blues band and I play like I write most of my own stuff. Right. We got away with that because smaller clubs, whatever. And people like we played catchy music. We wrote catchy music, so you know it's the blues. I mean, right? Yeah. Eventually, can't go wrong like with blues. Man. Right? right. So yeah, we we played the first night and people are like, I mean, dude, I thought they were gonna throw beer cans at us and shit. They're like, I mean, I was nervous. They're like, play some ACDC or you know. You play right. Metallica? I'm like, oh god. I think, yeah, I'll play. I mean, I learned from that experience. So anyway, I'll tell you later. But anyway, that's what you do. Like the Blues the Brothers. Day, we're we're play for two nights. Rowdy Yates. <laughs> the first night we we played, we got done. It was painful. <clears throat> the second night, we we booked ourselves. We first got booked in like this hotel right off the freeway, so like you could hear the freeway. It said, "Don't." Make sure you clean your blood up in the bathroom. I mean, it was that kind of, you know, seedy place. So we ended up booking a place like a, a resort right next to a golf course. We ended up getting for a really, really affordable price. But anyway, that doesn't matter. So they had a wine room, right? They had a happy hour at the wine room. We're supposed to play that night. They had wine at like seven. We went on at nine. 
And I mean, all I remember is the lady going, more wine, more wine. <laughs> and every time she said that, I filled it up. So me and my my bass player sitting there going, oh, God, dude, we're looking at each other in the wine room as we're still drinking wine. <laughs> there's no way we are playing this gig tonight. There's no, there's no way. I mean, we've been drunk and played before, but I mean, we were soused. I think we drank probably a box of wine just between me and him. <laughs> that lady was evil. She kept feeding it to us, like, but you know, you learn from that stuff. What's the temptation, brother? Oh man, she wasn't evil. She was doing her job. She was making us happy. Yeah, but yeah, it was fun. That's the kind of thing. I think it's like you get the whole thing. So people that kind of fall for or are kind of coming across in a way that is their own expression of how they see it at that certain time there's nothing wrong with that because you're going right. to learn you're going to learn yeah. eventually what it you know i don't want to say a certain deity i don't want to say any of that i want to say you're going to learn what that source is eventually you right. keep going you're going to learn that's through karmic karmic yeah. debt you're going to learn through cause and effect yep and that's really i think the thing is is just living i mean what do you how do you want to live in this world you know, what do you, what do you exactly. want to see? What changes do you want to see? And go for it. You know, what, well, what is it you the want beauty to of that, Aaron, is that people, and this gets back to, and then I want to make sure that I go back to this, gets back to what Teresa was saying with where there's some people who just can't and won't change. Right. The weird right. thing about the way this is set up is those people, you guys that are out there that don't want to know any of this, don't have to know any of this to graduate. That's the weird part is that they don't actually have to do that to actually graduate. All they have to do is make the choice within themselves to be either a good person or a bad person and right. then live their life, like Aaron said, live their life the, the best yeah. way they want. And that doesn't mean they're not going to graduate. That doesn't mean that they're not going to get there. A few hundred more yeah. years than, than somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, well, that, you know that, that's, that's, that's part of the beauty, I think, of, yeah. of yeah. everything because we have all of that to see and witness, yeah. right? observe yeah and, and so we so i think that's part of the beauty of it and and i'm starting to understand that i remember when it wasn't too long ago you know a few years back i was like no we have to beat evil no no evil's there for a purpose and, it, and we, you don't beat it it beats itself and that's what's being coming apparent yeah. to most people now, yep. us doing, right? us doing yep. better like putting more good into the world us yep. all of us individually yep. with our communities with whatever that is i mean right that's the whole, that's what we talk about all the time on here. And, and, and what I talk about, in, you know, when I'm giving readings and what Teresa talks about, you know, and, and what Leanne talks about, you know, she, she, we're, we're talking about just really come at it from your own expression. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Try. I think that's, oh God, if I do this, if I make this decision for my own freedom, or for others' freedom as well. Yes, I don't. This is going to really something bad's going to happen. Right? People say, I, I mean, I, I live a very respectful. I'm a very humble right, right. person, but in a quick second, if you, um, you know, feel that you have to do this, that, go, go, what you got to do. I don't real, I don't right, 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 yeah. That's well, you know, and it, even off world, it's the same off world that it is here. People think that it's going to be different. It's not. I just did, uh, you know, 22 episodes, 23 episodes of the interview from Roswell, New Mexico, of the alien that, quote unquote, finger quotes in the air, uh, never existed. And her idea of the way the universe worked is different than a, a lot of other people, although it was very twisted towards the negative and uh, anti uh, anything above the creation of the gods. And we're the gods and there's nothing above us. Um, and, you know, that's that atheism that is part of the Orion mm -hmm. Crusaders ideology. 
Uh, and that's part of the negative that has that has to be in the ego to chase us. So I understand that, but I didn't judge her for that. I just pointed out, look, right. this is a, here's this is the spin that she has, and here's the spin that I have, right? And it's not like the political spin where I'm trying to spin something. It's right. my energy and the choice of my path that I've chosen to be on to where I believe there is a higher force, and I believe I'm part of yeah, that. Right. And there's people that don't believe any of that. And that's okay. That doesn't mean anything right. to me. Like Teresa said, I don't say, I don't judge them. I don't say anything to them. That's just where they are. You just nod and go, yeah. okay, you know, that's where you are in, in your, and there might be parts of their knowledge where they look at me and go, oh, okay, you're still down there. You know what I mean? So you can't yeah. really, you have to look at both sides from, from the perspective of, uh, you know, I can't judge. I don't want to judge because I'm judging myself by doing that. So I'm why would I judge that, myself? But yeah. I do have a human pet peeve and I'm not afraid to say it. I don't like when people lie to people and I don't like when people fuck right. people over and they deliberately. I agree with that. I do. I agree you know, with that, it. But it's necessary. Like, well, I stuff yeah. I can rock and roll with because it is what yeah. it is. But when yeah. you deliberately take what we do and I'm talking, I'm using that word deliberately. Yeah. Twist what we yeah. do, twist spirit, twist the game. I'm not down for that shit. And right. I am not down to stay there and be one like, oh, yes, I'm going to just go along with it because I got to keep my match up. That's right. one I know, thing. And I agree with you 100%. No. Because the reason they and do that's that. Human thing. That's my human thing. And I've learned to yeah, like. No, it, it's, you know, but that's not yeah. really just a human thing. That's yeah. really you're making the choice of not being negative. Yeah. So it's not really. I mean, it right. is. It's a transhuman thing because it's in your soul i'm not going to be that negative thing right. you want me to be that's yeah, so I'm so you know what i mean it's not just a human choice that's a spiritual right. choice a past yeah, choice. i don't know for people yeah. deliberately hurting other people and yeah. sucking the vulnerable and people who are really yeah. looking for help or a conversation and you fuck them over because you know right. why you need money or because right. you're claiming the fifth council came to you or the ninth council, but you don't know nothing about those councils or right. how energy right. works or how the beginning worked. And you just take people and you, you take advantage of, of them. Right. I can't, I don't, you know, and I don't make no excuses or no apologies about that right. Right. Do it in a yeah. very cool way. Cause you know, my gift is the voice, but I don't, I don't like that because there's too many people that are so vulnerable and, you know, my gripe and my work a lot is with the children. You know, I don't, you know, I've seen things on the dark web that my own consciousness had to balance out, you know, and not let it yeah. overtake me because yeah. I've seen some of the things they do to those children. So yeah, like, you can't, you can't unsee like, that. Yeah. 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 So Been for there. me, it's like, I don't. That's my human thing. But other than that, I could kick yeah. it with anybody. I'm very cool. I can laugh. I'll smoke a joint with you. You know, I'll have a glass of wine with mm -hmm. you. You know, things like that. If you're a real channelist, I'll tell you, wow, that was a cool channel. But when people start, like, manipulating everything, it's like right. there comes a time, like, okay, we're not talking about people who have to get there or who people who want to. We're talking, when I talk, it's about <laughs> those things that I'm very, like, it's deliberate acts because people deliberately right. do this to other people. And I don't think that that's cool. I think that that could right. be very harmful and hurtful to someone yeah. who is in the playground, getting their hands dirty, making mistakes. But you know what? That doesn't mean that that because that's happening. Now you're talking that's about intent. Yeah. You're talking yeah. about the intent yeah. of somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. But you don't take advantage of somebody because they're in a playground being vulnerable. That's not right. your cue to come in and right. like, you know. Right. Right. 
this is the way, hey, no, do we know what they're doing? They're saying, okay, this is my playground and you Mm -hmm. have to play by my rules. That's what they're trying to do, right? And that, and that's whether that's somebody manipulating somebody, which yes, there's plenty of that going on. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's my only. Or, somebody wanting, wanting control of, of people, yeah. or wanting the fame of something, you know, especially on live streams. I mean, I don't want fame. I do want right. the show to grow. Right. If, if, you, if million, you wanted fame, would, you wouldn't be talking about this stuff. <clears throat> yeah. If you wanted right. fame, you'd be talking about something different. Yeah. <laughs> right. You want the show to grow, right. but you're, you know, we you're, you're not going to get. You're not going to get a hundred million views, right? <laughs> and I charge for the readings I give. And you should talk for the reasons that you do. Right, I'm not lying to people, but I do know. Yes, there are people, but I'm. You know what? Low energy. Go. You know, if, if somebody, I've been screwed over a few times. Yeah, they need to be screwed over a few times before yeah. they realize. You know, I, okay, I'm not going to play this game of three card money. Okay, I'm done. Right. I'm done with the, the, the shell game. You know, until they say that to themselves, and start to follow people or or really look to themselves right. and their own authenticity. Right. But you know, really. Because I can take a lot. There's a lot of people that every one of you I take from. Yep. I listen to. Me too. So it does I come from, to from the outside. Those differences in opinions, those those matter to me. Yeah. To be to do the job that I do and do it well, I need to be able to see things from a lot of different angles and a lot of different ways that things can happen. So I, you yes. know what I mean? It's just the way my brain works. That's how I do it. No, no, that's but, that's the, the that's the only way that people should think. Aaron is exactly what you're talking yeah. about. You have to be it's not open. the only way, dude. You don't have to <laughs> right, right. You have you have to have that within yourself to be able to be humble enough to say, I don't fucking know everything. And even if I thought right, I did, right. I would I should know by that that I don't know anything, right? So yeah. so anyone who says they think they know everything, they they are absolutely not because or it has to be this way. The no, first thing right. you learn is yeah. that you know well, nothing. We show keys. <laughs> All we do is right? give you keys. I mean, hopefully, give you a key that you're willing to. Take and do the work right. and see if it works out for you. Right. Absolutely. And keys that I've used over over time. Right. And that's yeah, we do charge for our work. We do charge for some of the things we do, and I don't feel bad for that. I feel like anybody I bring into the, you know, I want to bring people provide with a service and, for, and for honesty. People, people should pay for it. I, do. I don't yeah. want to be right. Yeah. What was that? So all my videos that I do on Facebook, that's pro bono. Because, right. you know, I can do it. You know, I'm confident enough yeah. that I can, and I'm not afraid to call it out. So all that, you know, that goes beyond a little bit the spirituality. That brings it in. That's right. pro bono. My, how I make my income and what I invest in, and I've had a lot of hard times and a lot of great times right. and stuff, that's something different. But now when I sit yeah. down with some of my clients, my people on Facebook could never afford to sit down with it because it usually right. goes above and beyond something different. Right. We're not talking right. about you know, if this is deep soul thing. Yeah, yeah I, know you're ta- I know what you're talking yeah. about, Teresa. I've known you for a long time. But, you know, like, yeah. as yeah. far as, like, you know, Facebook, this is my privilege to to to, to right. give back and, you know, to do pro right. bono because that's yeah. just what I do. But it also gives yeah. me the opportunity to be free because I'm not under that guise that I'm making money solely from that, that I got to flip to the tune just to be accepted because I don't roll that right. way. I mean, and that's a right. very liberating thing for me, but yet I have a heart of gold. I'm very humble. And, you know, I'm also at times very stubborn and like, you know, like sometimes yeah. like I'll just have like, you know, a blow up or whatever, but that's in my everyday dealings. You know, I'm not afraid to say, gee, yeah. I really acted like a real... 
pop tart. You know what I mean? Passionate, passionate about your work. You know, the thing is, is that, like I said, I, I, I believe that people who are on a true journey and have true gifts to offer. And I, and I use that word true because again, for me, it's that intentional deliberate act. Right. Right. Now you're not on no ninth council. How do you know? Because you can't articulate anything that is for the humanity, the goodness of humanity and bring something that you could tell people you have to work. And you know what? Work it and be sincere about it. And then let's have another discussion about it. Tell me what worked for you. Tell me what yeah. didn't work for you. You know, things like that. Right. So this is like my pet yeah. peeve. So like in the spiritual community, a lot of people didn't like that about me, but I don't know them nothing. Because you know what? The only right. person who's going to save me is going to be myself. And anybody yep. who interacts with me, they'll say, Teresa, you know what? She's a real person. And she didn't sell me something that put, put me down the loop. You know, and I, right. and I think that that's a lot that we're going to see more of that because there are a lot of great things going on now and people are realizing mm-hmm. that. But I've been saying that what's happening now, I've been saying for many years that all this was going to occur. And I we see a lot of And Aaron could attest to that because he knows me for a long time. They're all fumbling. They're all falling. They're all cracking up. I might be yeah. cracked, but I'm not cracked in that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, 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 let's say, Leonard, like, I tell you, like, there was a little tension before between you and I, but no, don't, that's nothing to be tensing because I am not questioning your work. I'm just saying, dude, I could respect you. I just roll a little differently, but we're getting there. And this has been my yep. experience, but by no meaning am I taken away from your work because if I thought you were a pop tart, I wouldn't even be conversing with you. I would say, all right, you know what I mean? Right. And see, that's why I made sure to clarify that because I didn't intend, I didn't come across like it was adversarial or, or anything as well. And I realized that we got there and I was like, wait a minute, this is not where I intended to go with this. I need to get away from this. And that's why I was like, no, 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 I'm agreeing with you. I I wasn't even thinking that. I'm like, when I roll, I'm just having a conversation. You know, (laughs) it goes to the Go ahead, Leanne. Go ahead. Not personal. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, agreed. Right. Go ahead, Leanne. When you get it. Like first, is the pop tart frosted, and is it fruit flavored, or like what's going on with pop tart? If I'm a pop tart, I'm going to be frosted. Plenty of frosting on mine. If I'm a pop tart, I'm frosted, and I'm thinking blueberry, maybe strawberry, maybe chocolate if I'm in the mood. Okay, I'm probably going to go raspberry or strawberry. I don't know. Like, there's a s'mores one that is really good that I thought that was good. My granddaughter let me taste it. I was like, I'm not into this, but you know, that's pretty good. You know, when I was little, I would like the strawberry ones without any frosting on it, and I would break the, the corners, I would eat it like corner by corner, and then I would pull it apart, and then I would break out the stuff and eat it. And then I would eat it. I'm weird, I'm really like, I ate the crust off first. Yeah, I always had to eat the outside. Take the take the corners and the sides off first, right? Sometimes I would open it, it up. Sometimes I would just break it in half and start in the middle and go, Oh, yeah, I want to get right in here, oh, yes. right. Did you anybody ever toast their pop tarts? Yes, in oh, the yeah. toaster. Yes, I did. Yes, yes, because yeah, yeah. like I, 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 I loved I, them more. Actually, could eat them either way, but you know, the plain strawberry ones I could eat 
without fruit, whatever. And the cherry ones. Yeah. It was strawberry and cherry that I liked. You I can eat those without frosting. They were so good. I, like the yeah. cherry one. I don't eat them now at all because I'm type two diabetic, so I don't even look at them. But uh, you know, mean, back in the day when yeah. I was a kid, then you know no, they were. Yeah, those were good. I graduated to the toaster strudel. I always, I always I said that I had the wrong idea with the with the the stuff they're using on the outside of the space shuttle for re-entry i said you know you get a little ding in that and it doesn't work i've put this pop tart in the toaster in a microwave and that frosting <laughs> never ever ever runs man you guys need to put this never, in the space station. get a spackle knife and <laughs> right just like a little putty knife and fix right, it yeah. put that right on the right on the rockets on for re-entry and there's no going to be burning up into in re-entry that that thing survives a, a nuclear explosion in a microwave for crying out loud space frosting <laughs> Right. Yeah. Put that on the space shuttle and you'll never crash it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I think oh, we're going to wrap so it up here pretty soon. Blueberry hash browns with loads of what? Is that butter? What's that little uh, symbol? I mean? think that's yeah. Yeah. hash brown with loads yeah, of what? Yeah, or I can't tell. Blueberry hash brown with loads of what? It's got to be an Irish thing. Yeah. Loads of syrup? The coffee? I get what he's saying. I was born in America, but we're a very Irish Scottish family. Yeah, see, you have to remember that the Irish are traditionally poor people, so we made a lot of weird stuff like that, and they became traditions. But right? salt and sugar is good, right. like chocolate right? and, and yeah, mushrooms. That's really good. The starch and the sugar is good for you if you're poor because you need those to survive. So when you're right. poor, stick to your ribs, right? as my grandma used to say. Stick she to your ribs. Food. That's what grandma said to me too. Right? Yep. So stick yeah. to your ribs. Oh yeah. yeah, let's get some food in you that sticks to your ribs. Yep. And then stand up straight. <laughs> yeah. And no one likes a girl who unches. Who unches? Yeah. Who says <laughs> that? Who says that? Who does that? Grandma. My, grandma. my grandmother who had a bowl. And decided not to. <laughs> my grandfather did too. My, the more my grandfather drank, the more Irish he became because he'd lose his English. <laughs> my grandmother would. She could turn it on and off whenever she wanted. All right, but Grandpa would. He'd start drinking, and you know it. And people tell me I do that when I get really drunk. I, all of a sudden, like Peter tells me that when I'm talking to him. We'll, we'll be sitting at night and we'll be drinking and he laughs because he says you become more irish the more you drink i said my friend told me that i lose my my, my speech my american slang i lose it and i start talking like i'm from ireland and that's just the way my family is it's and i tell people this is a joke that i made up but when they were trying to figure out what uh the land of ireland was the king sent some men to go and find out and the when they got to to Ireland, they didn't know what was going on. The first thing they ran into was an Irish pub. So here the English come marching up to the Irish pub, and a couple of Irish guys crawl out because you know we never we never walk out. That's another joke entirely. Did you hear the one about the two Irishmen who walked out of a bar? It could happen. It could happen. So so right, if you're Irish, you're it can happen. They, they come walking out. They come crawling out, and they're looking at the guy. And of course, I got to take my glasses off. You can see they got one eye. You know, they're trying to focus. And he says, he looks at him. He says, "Oi." Who are you? And he says, well, my good man, we have been sent from the king to come and find out what this land is. This this land, it's our land. It's our land. Go back and tell your king this is our land. And what they were saying was our land. This is our land. But they were drunk. They were Irish. So what the English heard was Ireland. This is Ireland. Right, this is our land. Go and tell the king this is our land. So that's the only wrap it up. Thank you very much for both for Teresa and 
Yes. Y'all handled it like champions. Yes. It was a great conversation. And, yeah, I we gotta do yeah. this again. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with y'all. Yes. So. I thank enjoyed you so it. Thank you for having yes. me. Thank you, thank you. Yes, and yes, yes. Oh, let yes. me get this okay. here real quick before anybody leaves. Nobody oh. leave in the chat. Stay right here. Stay right here. So check out our our virtual retreat coming up on March nineteenth. Tickets are on sale now. I thought they were on sale, but I didn't actually activate them yet. So they are on sale now. If you want to go get one, uh, Leanne is going to be part of it. Leonard's going to be part of it. Norma's going to be part of it. I'm going to be part of it. And then Mike Villapena, he'll be on probably next week. Or I don't know. Actually, he's in. Uh, he's not getting the internet very well out where he's at, right? But anyway, yeah, he will be part. He will be part of the retreat. So if you'd like to, uh, just go to my website or my website, my Facebook page, and you can go to event in Love Awakening, Vernal Equinox. This is a big one, Vernal Equinox. Spring. spring no it's it's the sacred awakening virtual equinox virtual retreat yes Woo! On the soul. that was a lot all right spring so anyway. <laughs> say it 10 times fast so hopefully we can have both of you back on here in the next right? few weeks and yeah. uh yeah this was fun right yeah, it was. So thank you all for watching. And uh, yes, we're going to put this up on the yeah, podcast. Thank you, Leanne. Thank you, Sweetie. Yeah, let thank us you. know. Oh, let's see. Let's start with uh, Teresa. Why don't you let people know where they can find you and uh, so find your work? Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Twitter. Oh, excuse me. I don't know how that just oh. happened. <laughs> I'm on you're live. Right? When you're live, things happen, right? On Instagram, you know. I, um, like I said, a lot of my work that I do on social media now is pro bono because it just is what it is. And, you know, we can do it. Um, private sessions, you could always book with, with me through uh, Facebook, but we're just here on a journey and you'll find me. I believe like this. I believe that the message is going out. It's in the air and who will find us just will, and it'll just roll right. like that, you know? Awesome. Thank you, Teresa, very yes, much. Thank you. Thank you. Much gratitude yes. to you for joining us tonight. Leanne, yes. let them know where they can find you. Please. Well, well, I still, I guess, have a presence on like Netflix and HBO from what I, I where I used to play. All right. I, I was in the movie 16 Candles. Um I was in a movie called Baby It's You, John Sayles. I was in a movie called Brother from Another Planet, also that John Sayles. That was a great movie, by the way. Go ahead. Um, and um, like, what else? I did another movie called The Girlfriend from Hell, which was on a shelf like for I about thirty years. rebooted. So I think you can find that like at, at Best Buy and Target and probably on Hulu, Netflix. Well, I don't know about that. Like I don't know. It's on Blu-ray. They're just looks it's a Blu-ray release and I did a little extras interview. Um so yeah, that that's kind of interesting that, that that resurfaced. Um but so yeah, so I, I've done a couple little TV things like 21 Jump Street, like back when I was younger. Um, and then really, like, I stopped because I had kids. You know, I wanted to be a, a mom and not, 
like my multi-dimensional behavior really I reined that in to have three kids so like um, I worked a little bit and now being with my mom I guess you can just sort of find me you can look at my um, light language every day on um, YouTube on the riding the frequency channel like gosh listen I'm not so good at talking about myself. <laughs> oh man. I've got Leanne's music up on SoundCloud. I can't see this. Leanne is blushing. Are you on Facebook, Leanne? I'm on Facebook. I have a private page on Facebook. I have lots of pages on Facebook that I have a hard time like keeping up with. Um I've got Instagram, I've got Riding the Frequency, I've got SoundCloud if you want to listen to music, my mom's stuff is up there, my daughter's stuff is up there, collabs between my daughter and myself are up there um, that span from like 2010 to now. My mom's stuff is more like 1950s stuff. Um, so I, I, I'm around-ish and, and I'm easy to find and once you find me, I'm pretty easy to talk to. Like, and I don't charge anything because I don't really do anything to, yet. Yes, I'm going to make sure you check out Riding the Frequency. Go like her page over on the, uh, I think she's got one. I'm going to uh -oh. this down because I can't remember. What is it called? Riding? Riding, Riding the, frequency. the Frequency. And it's F-R-E-A-K-W-E-N. See why? Like, when the idea was to like have little fireside chats with people that I really admire, um, and I started a little bit, and I'll, I'll get to more interviews. Like right now, I think I want to upload my last. You got your own. You got your own. Role. I like what you did with the word yeah, frequency. Yeah, write some yeah, writing songs together. Yeah. I would love I like to do that. that. With the K and the and the W, I like what you did yeah, there. Yeah, I do too. Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. That's kind of cool. That's actually very cool. Those of you out there, I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you what Teresa and I just got. If you guys got what she did and why, <laughs> good on to you. If you didn't, then you're going to have to either figure it out or contact Leanne because for that's, that's one right. of those things you have to understand and know why she did it, and we kind of have to figure that out for ourselves. Yeah. Because if we told you, you you might not get it anyways. Not because you're not ready. It's because it's one of those things you have to understand. Like you look at it and then you go, ah. You know? right? Yeah, you kind of have to understand the twist and the spin that is perfectly spiral on that. Yeah, that's, cool. <laughs> yeah. that's good. All right, all right, Leonard, let us know. Okay, so you, most of you people out there know me, but if you don't know me, my name is Leonard O'Neill, and I am I am the owner and creator of Ancient Aliens Worldwide on um, on Facebook, which is the largest ancient aliens or any kind of alien hunting uh, uh, thing on the platform. We have almost 300,000 uh, members in there, and uh, just about everybody from the TV series are all uh, friends, and they post in there. And uh, with back, uh, uh, Yeah, Ancient Aliens Worldwide. Ancient Aliens Worldwide. Uh, it's a Facebook page and group. The group is where everybody's on. Um, I was the first group on Facebook using that name and I actually got permission from History Channel and Sukalos to use that originally. And if you read the, the the thing that we put up there for, you know, at the very end, there is the thanking of, of those guys. Back then, no one was doing it. They had their history, you know, they had History Channel had their, uh, you know, Ancient Aliens page and that was it. It was just posted the stuff they put there. So I started basically the fan club, but we were a think tank. 
and we were serious. And for the still, so until, until 2015, you had to be invited into the group and it was, and it was people coming in and out from history mm-hmm. channel. And we were all compiling all of our information together and they were off doing their own thing. And, and uh, so we actually have coming up, and I can't tell you who this is a secret, but um, stay tuned to my channel or, or ancient aliens worldwide. As it gets closer, we're going to reveal that we're, we're going to have a guest. I'm going to produce the show on Ancient Aliens because I, I do that when I do Ancient Aliens. I do it for Ancient Aliens, and it's not Orion Rising. That's my podcast. So I, I, I do Ancient Aliens worldwide, and we're going to have a guest uh, speaker that's going to come on uh, that is uh, someone that everybody knows that is on one of the big guys on uh, Ancient Aliens. The Ooh. TV series he's been in every single uh, year. Uh, but that's yeah, again is most of the guys that were on there, right? Uh, have been in almost everything. They even they even still have uh, Copen, uh, and he died in 2013, and they still have Copen that they recycle his uh, stuff on. God rest his soul, by the way. Uh, so you guys would just look forward to that in the future. Just know that we have that in the works. It was just hammered out, and we're going to uh, set a date. And when we do, we'll let you guys know. But I wanted to give you guys a little sneak peek. Uh, I won't talk about it anymore until – so those of you who hear this podcast are hearing insider information that you're not going to get anywhere else because I'm not even going to talk about it on my right. podcast. So my podcast is Orion Rising. You can catch that anywhere you listen, any platform you listen to, an MP3 or an MP4 file, specifically the MP3 file. It is anywhere that you listen to. It's listened to in more than 60 countries around the world. So if it's not on the, the app you have – Go to uh, podbean.com uh, slash Orion Rising. You'll find my uh, podcast there. The RSS number is there for you to copy, and you can put it into your app, and your app provider will put my show on air when it airs uh, immediately for you to listen to on your favorite uh, place. But you can catch me on iTunes and everywhere. Um, on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Spotify, all that gets pro- uh, promoted. You know, uh, LinkedIn and, and Twitter and all that. Uh, so check that out, right? So my show airs on Friday night. We, were, we did The Law of One for for two years and 10 months where I interpreted that I did uh, 23 weeks of uh, an alien interview. I don't have a topic currently to continue. I'm still looking for that. So when I'm on, I'm usually talking spirituality uh, when I'm on and I'll probably be doing that again on Friday, unless I come up with something because I'm looking for something I can dig into and uh, do like I did with everything else and, and work it over. So I was thinking about possibly doing that with, the uh, ancient scrolls, but then again, I would have to do like a hundred different scrolls just to show you that they're all the identical. So I'm not going to go down that road. Okay. So <laughs> otherwise, you can buy my books. I have three books that I wrote that are out. You can look those up on uh, Facebook, or you can look them up on uh, uh, Amazon. You can look them up on uh, who else is it? another bookstore, Barnes and Noble. Uh, I have three books that are out there. You can get them on Kindle. Uh, one is about prepping. One's about survival. And the other one is about ancient aliens. It's called Orion Rising. Uh, which is apropos for uh, the whole genre of what that's about. Uh, so the book is about the TV series and everything that took place there in the first five seasons. Uh, and I integrate that into a real life story that I found out later is true, that I've changed the names. and uh, But everything that happens in that book happened in real life and is happening right now. And I know that for a fact now, but back then when I wrote it in 2015 or 2013 was when I wrote it, but I published it in 2015 or 16, I thought it was a science fiction novel that I wrote that I channeled. Uh, Then I come to find out that it's actually true and happening. Uh, And that was just the first book. I haven't written the second or the third book yet, or, but I have a script in Hollywood hoping that somebody will pick it up for either a TV series or a movie or both. Uh, as time goes on, I already got one person telling me, no, they didn't want it. One, one uh, group in Hollywood said, we looked at your uh, script and we don't want to write this movie. We don't want to make this movie. It's like, thank you. That's one. Well, you know, keep, keep it coming. The more negatives I get, the more people I'm actually looking at. Yeah, Maybe I'll get, the, get the movie. Right. Right? 
So, but that's that's yep. where I'm at. I don't have a website. Uh, I don't have anything, but I do have stuff. I, I'm doing this, and I take care of my mother like the aunt takes care of her mom. Wait, she's sitting in the green room. <laughs> she checked yeah, out again. To, didn't come back. She's been having uh, latency issues, right? Oh, she didn't want to. I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't realize. Oh, no. Oh, that's not that Aaron trying to bring you, and I did it before. Yeah, so because we're both in the control booth, I hit the button, and then he hit it right after. Yeah. He did that earlier, too. He didn't realize I was in the controls, control. man. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He did that earlier. I let her in. Are and you just saying that you're, like, a couple control freaks? or right. No, we're just trying to get you out. I was quicker on the draw. So that's it for me. So I don't want to ramble on any like taking up enough time. Aaron, go ahead. All right. And – <laughs> oh, you can find me on Facebook. You can uh, find me on Google if you're looking for business, at least in Utah. You'll find me there anyway. I don't know if you'll find me there anywhere else. Um, mostly Facebook. I have a YouTube channel. It's, it's, it's Mystic Norms Wellness and Weddings. Just look up Mystic Norms with a Z and you'll find me pretty much anywhere. And, also- and uh, Instagram. I do. I, I'm I'm an ordained person. minister, so I, I marry people. Yeah. I do lots of different Types of ceremonies, moon ceremonies, uh, cleansing ceremonies, all, all kinds of ceremonial needs. Yes. And if I don't do it already, I am more than happy to learn and assist in, in, in getting you where you're going. <laughs> and I am Aaron Fowler, also known as the Psychic Shaman. You can catch me on Facebook, YouTube. Um, my website is probably the best place to go. If you want to find me is uh, www.psychicshaman333.com. I think that's it. And I think we had a great show. I like this. This was probably the best one yet. So thank you both for making this happen. Thank you all for making this happen. And uh, much love. Have a great week. I will talk to you all very soon. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. So, yeah, are we on? We are.